0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. It feels like the same old story. A spike in shootings in Chicago this year is following disturbing trends of violence from previous years. But on this show, we prefer to delve beyond the headlines. Just like a new film exploring the root causes of the city's gun violence problem, with a focus on those working their way out of its deadly path.
1: I have always had jobs, but I just didn't make the right decision sometime, you know, because I thought... When I had enough money, I didn't have enough money, so I was always going after more money. As you say, I just wanted the American dream too, you know, but you know, I I went about it the wrong way.
0: With us to discuss is Ronaldo Ingram, a subject in the film Raised Up West Side, and whose voice you just heard. He's also a food hub coordinator at the farm on Ogden in North Lawndale. Hi, Ronaldo. Great to have you on Reset.
1: Good morning. How are you doing?
0: Doing well. And Brett Schwartz is the director and producer of the film. Hey, Brett, welcome. Good morning. Thanks, Sasha. Great to be here. I'll start with you, Brett. Tell us more about the premise of Raised Up West Side and, and the Chicago neighborhoods that you highlight in the film.
2: Sure. So the, the film is is meant, as you mentioned, uh, to to get behind the headlines. We're, we're so uh, distracted by statistics, by this daily assault of, of, of data, numbers. And if you look behind it, there, there are people there, and there are a lot of struggles. Uh, what I found is somebody who uh, has grown up in the Chicago area and really cares deeply about it. Is there are so many deeply entrenched issues. You have to really isolate a couple of them in order to really see the people that are dealing with these issues daily. Mm-hmm. A couple of those issues are um, the re- the reentry process for ex-offenders coming in and out of the the um, the justice system. What supports or lack of supports exist as they return to these communities. Um, other issues that have come up on your program quite a bit also, um, food insecurity. These are a couple of the dominant issues uh, that we strove to highlight in Raised Up West Side because there are a couple of key issues affecting a number of the, the, the different neighborhoods here on the West Side.
0: Yeah. Well, why were you interested in, in focusing on Chicago's West Side, Brent? Because you aren't from there. Is that right? That's right.
2: Yes. I'm from the uh, northern suburbs. And just like so many Chicagoans that have been... Reading and, and, and dealing with the, the headlines, it's the story is about the daily toll of violence. But as you learn more, um, and for people outside of Chicago, the focus so much is on, on the south side and a lot of the problems on the south side. And in a lot of ways, the west side mirrors a lot of those issues. You've got a a, a part of the city that's highly segregated by design, um, and you have a lot of the other issues as a result from that um, That that plague its its residents, which include, as I mentioned before, um, you know, food deserts or, or food insecurity, lack of support for reentry, um, you know, things related to public education, and so on. So, so many people think about the South Side in this way, in terms mm-hmm. of the grim daily toll of uh, of violence. And the West Side is, it's frankly, it's a third of the city. You don't count the lake, and. By not discussing these problems on the on the west side, it shows that we don't think of these people. And I thought it was really important in this project to showcase and get behind those headlines, as you mentioned, and meet some amazing people like Ronaldo here to, to help him um, share his story, which I think can incite a lot of people to to think beyond the headlines and, right. and hopefully have empathy for these people.
0: Before we hear from Ronaldo, I, I do want to point out the key storyline in your film, Brett, you take us inside the Windy City Harvest Corps program uh, that's at the the Farm on Ogden in North Lawndale. Yeah. For those listening who aren't familiar, just tell us about that program.
2: So the, the program is, uh, it, it started in the building that rose up uh, at the corner of Central Park and, um, and right there on Ogden in what was a paint factory in the heart of North Lawndale. And it's a beautiful um, structure. It's a multimillion-dollar structure, but what's really amazing about it is it's a hub that seeks to, to do so much for the community. It, um, it grows a lot of food to provide the food for the residents. It actually aggregates a lot of the food for residents in that area and other areas that are dealing with food insecurity. provides um, training opportunities um, for those coming out of the justice system so that Uh, If they go through the core program, they can, through partnerships, get hired and have um, great opportunities to have full-time employment elsewhere. Uh, It partners with Lawndale Christian Health, which is taking a lot of that food and not just providing the food but writing prescriptions for that food through VeggieRx and, and, frankly, teaching people how to cook with things like kale. So it's a hub where underneath that roof it doesn't address every major social ill. No one program or building can, but it does so much. And it's really uh, a beacon of hope underneath those ultraviolet LED lights that yeah. uh, are a part of the aquaponic system there.
0: Well, Ronaldo, let's bring you in here. You know, the farm that Brett is talking about, it's a, the brainchild of Angela Mason, who's a, actually the senior director of Windy City Harvest, and also Dr. Wayne Detmer, who heads Lawndale Christian Health I want to first play a little bit of what Dr. Detmer had to say in the film about that difficult cycle that some residents get caught up in. It's hard enough in this country uh, to get a job, especially if one doesn't, has, doesn't have the right sort of ed- level of education. But if you add on top of that a stint in jail or prison, it's nearly impossible. Ronaldo, you're a graduate of this Windy City Harvest Corps program, so talk about that. What are your thoughts on what Dr. Detmer just said? Does he have a point?
1: Well, in a way, he has a point because, you know, we don't have so many opportunities. Once you have been labeled a felon, you know, a lot of people look down on you. A lot of people make mistakes in life, you know, and and they're not all bad people. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're not all bad people. You know, just like me, I made a mistake, you know, in my life, you know, for a while. You know, hey, when I stand in front of the courtroom in front of the judge, the judge even told me I wasn't a criminal after he had a conversation with me. You know, so it's it's so many people in North lawndale it's like that. But once they get that statistics of being a felon, it kind of holds them back.
0: Take us back a bit, Ronaldo, What was your upbringing like? I understand you were raised by your uncle, right?
1: Well, my mother, my mother was a 19-year-old woman who had a 30-year-old man impregnate her and leave. Hmm. And uh, so my mother told me, my mother told me she gave me to my uncle because she wanted a man to raise me. But as usual, you know, hey, I stand there and I rebelled against my uncle when I got older. I was, uh, he wanted strict rules and this and that. So I i wanted to be grown at the age of 18, so I went out on my own. I started working and I started doing pretty good until the construction industry fell. And then by that time, I had uh, a, a lady and three kids that I was supporting. And, you know, and it was just like, you know, I can't you know, take care of my family, I Mm -hmm. can't do anything. So I just turn, I turn to selling drugs, you know.
0: And in the film, you walk us through your job history, as you just mentioned, before turning to the streets and getting, uh, you know, down the wrong path, getting incarcerated. You also detail the struggle that you had since then, right? Trying to find work, um, Uber and Lyft denying you. I showed
1: uh, Burt the, all the letters I got. I, when I came back, well, after I graduated, I went out for a while because they don't hire you right away at farm on altar. When I came back, I went to Lyft. Lyft gave me a letter saying I couldn't work because I had a felony. I went to the railroad. I got hired by the railroad. They sent me a letter saying I couldn't work. I went to the airport. Customs wouldn't give me a badge to enter the grounds because I had a felony. I got so many letters that I carry in my case to remind me of how many people that wouldn't hire me. So I decided to finally try to come back to Windy City Harvest. And they brought me back on board. And I was glad that they did because then I could start helping the community.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you are just tuning in, we're discussing a new film that's peeling back the layers of Chicago's West Side and also highlighting how issues like segregation and mass incarceration and systemic racism are impacting the residents. Our guests are Brett Schwartz, who produced Raised Up West Side, and also Ronaldo Engram, who's a subject in the film. I want to stick with you for just another moment here, Ronaldo. You said something earlier. You said, we're not all bad people. We know that right now shooting sprees are on the rise downtown across this city. Historically, black neighborhoods on not just Chicago's south side, but Chicago's west sides, they've been most devastated by this crime. What is it that area residents need most, in your opinion? Like, how do we alter this reality?
1: Well, we have to start monitoring our own kids. We have to watch what our kids are watching. Everything is by design and program. Our kids just didn't grow up to put guns in their hand and start robbing people and shooting people. You have violent video games. You have violent rap songs that glorify killing. You have to realize the the systemic stuff that is put on the Internet, the TV, and all over the American placing all through Chicago and North London to the these young kids see, and they glorify having big cars, having money, having big guns, killing somebody. So when they glorify that, it's designed a program into a young person's mind that's vulnerable anyway to go out there and do what they do. Yeah.
0: You know, this dovetails right into a, a point in the film that I, I want to play right now. This is a bit more of your thoughts, Ronaldo. I, I thought this was interesting. You were comparing violent crime of the past to what we're witnessing right now.
1: We had morals. We had structure. We had respect. Even if if back in the day, if things would happen back in the day, if you was walking with your kids and someone was going to jump you, you got to pass. You got to pass because you had your kids with you. We had respect for your family. You know, we had respect for your grandmother. Today, all the respect have been lost.
0: Brett, What would you say are are some of the other solutions to to violence and poverty that were discussed in the film?
2: There are so many, you know, public, private kinds of solutions. The goal that I had in the film is, is simply just to, to empathize with people. I think the fundamental thing is people talk about money and allocating money. And obviously city hall is doing that and that's well, and that's good, but it's, it's not just money. I think until, when you watch the film and you see how many um, in- industrial partnerships existed in a place like North Lawndale where you could get a pretty good job working for Sears Roebuck or International Harvester through the 1960s until they're viable jobs. And as another subject uh, Liz Ab- Abunao talks about in the film, you increase the tax rate, you increase this this organic circle where you have this community that's, that's operating – um, those things aren't going to happen. People are going to, you know, the, the, the grants and the money from the city and from even private partnerships are helpful. But until you have that investment, as Ronaldo said really well, you need people investing in the neighborhood themselves. Yeah. But they need that help and they need um, businesses to come by. Uh, you know, the study that came out the last couple of weeks by uh, the Lawndale um, Development Company, identifying that, you know, about $130 million leaves North Lawndale each year So a lot of that money comes in through taxes and it goes into schools. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see the kind of renewal that we need. So I think money's part of it, but I think it needs to stay there. I think we need the businesses and the schools and black owned businesses and things like that to really build that pride so that this is a community that's less fractured. And frankly, there's just more hope for residents.
0: And, Brett, you mentioned Liz Abuno of uh, 40 Acres Fresh Market in Austin. I want to play a little bit of what she had to say. This was about labeling the food insecurity problem. The going term right now is food desert. And I find food desert to be a benign term. Uh, Desert is a naturally incurring environment. And it also implies that there's nothing there. Well, there's plenty of food here. It will just kill you. You will die if all you eat is processed foods, high-fat foods, fast food. Brett, how does a lack of fresh produce impact the community? Help us understand, how does it lead to these health disparities that persist today? You know, I think
2: something like Dr. Detmer is a great person to talk to about that because it's it's nutrition and it's wellness and it's about your physical body, but it's also spiritual too. You know, when you go to the corner store and you have to, buy what exists, which isn't very much, salty, sugary snacks, frankly, behind two inches of of plexiglass, that assaults your soul, right? So, you know, places like the Farm on Ogden and, and tackling food insecurity are going to be ways to have people have other resources in terms of healthy food. Um, you know, it's not like people are going to stop eating hamburgers and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. But when they're fresh fruits and vegetables, obviously, it's going to tackle a lot of the the real endemic healthcare situations that exist, which is heart disease, a lot of things, hypertension, um, a lot of things that, frankly, are affecting the African-American community so much more than, you know, a community, let's say, in the loop on the north side. So it's a physical outcome. It's also that spiritual outcome. And, um, you know, if you're taking care of your aunt or your mom who's not well and she's only in her 50s, that's a strain. So you have to tackle those issues, too. It's also an education piece, too, I think, the better food that you eat the more pride you're going to have in the cooking yeah. and celebrating that. And that's something that also happens in a place like the Farm on Ogden.
0: Ronaldo, what do you want those who watch the film to know about you and others like you and, and, and the community that you grew up in?
1: Well, I would like for them to know we have so much to offer, but we just need a chance. With me, you know, I, I never did a thought, you know, that I would have so many people loving me in the North Londale community. Just like Brett just said, you know, I am very spiritual with me because I meet so many senior citizens. I do the Veggie Rx box program. I run the retail store. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, I'm involved with the whole North Lundell community. Everybody that comes through the front door, they see me first. I'm the first person they see. I'm the one to do the tours on the farm on August. You know, everybody loves to talk to me. Everybody loves. So it's something that I love to do, and it's something I love to get into because I have always loved to help people, you know, but now I'm getting the chance to do it. At a late age in life, you know, it makes me feel that I'm serving my purpose, and I feel that it's more people out there that want to serve their purpose but just don't have the chance because there's not enough doors open for them.
0: Had a rough past. What would you say life is like today?
1: Well, it's it's been beautiful. Like I said, I love working here. We. It sometimes it gets rough because you know I. I'm I still right. I'm I'm still looking. I've been in the North Lundell community for 49 years. I still stay in, the, in, in K-Town, as they call it, yeah. you know, so I'm still around here. I still see the shootings. I tried to go out to the park on the first 80 degree day before I could even drive up in the park. Mm-hmm. Three or four shots go off, you know, young man did, you know, I'm riding down the street seeing red tape, yellow tape. So, you know, it's still the same. I've been seeing this all my life. It's nothing new to me, you know. It's uh, you know. But like I said before, you know, hey, there's no structures and morals out here anymore because no one values life anymore, you know. But you know, I see it like this too, and to say that, you know, hey. I don't want to blame it all on the young generation because the older guys have abandoned the young generation, and that includes me too because we should have been teaching them instead of leaving them in the hands of the women and trying to let the women teach all of them. See, I didn't have a father either, but, hey, I was put into a man's hands to teach me.
0: Yeah. Brett, we're out of time. Tell us what's next for this film. Where can we watch?
2: So we're seeking distribution. It's an independent film, so we're on the film festival circuit right now. Uh, The the next opportunity is in your old abode, Sasha, out in the Hamilton Black Film Festival.
0: What's great Ah, about that is
2: Canada. Um, But one of the benefits of of COVID is there are virtual options available. So even in a place like Chicago and throughout the states, uh, you could go on our website, which is Raised Up West Side, and you could see some of these screenings where it's playing and and check out a virtual screening. We're going to have some film screenings um, in the Midwest, hopefully in the Chicago and the goal, you know, within about a year is you'll be able to find this wherever you like to watch your favorite documentaries or other films. Nice. Um, and that's the goal.
0: That is Brett Schwartz, director and producer of the film Raised Up West Side. Also, Ronaldo Engram, a food hub coordinator at the farm on Ogden and a subject in the film. Brett and Ronaldo, thank you so much. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast WBEZ's Reset wherever you listen.